welcome to the special edition of the El Donzo and D Show, where we ask D's just how good his week has been at work. D's? Forget it, I quit. I can't do this anymore, man. My head's about to explode. My whole life sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. My dad just died. We just killed Bambi. I'm out here getting my ass kicked, and every time I drive down the road, I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge and bondman. Coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, this is the Eldonzo and D Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And just full disclosure, Dees' dad did not die. I was just going to say, if any family member's listening... Fear not, the old man's still kicking, but that clip was uh, pretty apropos for the, the way my week has gone. After starting so well last Saturday night, and then it just all went to hell in a handbasket. Didn't didn't your lady win a bunch of money or something? Yeah, she she, uh, yeah. she popped one of the machines in uh, Peoria for a good old three k. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. You got to look at the you got to look at the brighter side of life sometimes. These well, now, it, that was the. That's where it all went dark was after that, including the blackout drunk that I got following the uh, $3,000 win. And we know what they say. When in Rome, burn it down. My cat tried to kill me before coming over here. You were telling me about that before he came over to do this. Well, when he came over to do the show, he just he just sits down on one of the stools and I'm like, what? He's like, I've had a week from hell. And he goes, I nearly died before I came over here. So what happened? What did your cat try to take you out? You got does the cat know you got life insurance or something? What's going on? <laughs> he here? must. I don't know. Uh, no, I was getting ready, getting showered, and you know, clean up from the the hard day's labor at the old uh, Muslim American Society building down in Champaign, and uh, the cat got between the tub and the outer shower curtain, which I, now, which he often does, but. I got to say the cat got between you and a cheeseburger, but okay. Right. Sorry, go ahead. But I usually like he does it all the time, but I didn't see him do it this time. So I kind of took a step back out of my shoes and I stepped on his tail, not hard before any, you know, pedo freaks start coming with uh, pitchforks. Uh, <laughs> but in order to not step on it hard, I, you know, lift it up real quick. And of course, uh, I'm old and sort of fat and started to stumble and fall backwards and yeah, went ass over appetite into the running shower and you know, cat takes off. I didn't see him before I left, but yeah, that's, that's how that's basically just sums up how my week has been. Well, you know what? You're having a better week than a lot of other people. I must say that, but something else I must say as well is I want to give a... I'm having a better week than a bunch of white people in Montgomery, Alabama. And we're going to we're gonna get to that. The uh, that That's that's just... I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's one of the craziest uh, viral videos I've ever and seen. And it's also one of the funniest. Yes. And that's going to be probably in one of the later segments we go into yeah, that. Yeah, These yeah. has got the goods on it. I just watched pretty much the full video of it. But one thing I do want to do is give a shout out to the sponsor for our show, Seal. If you have sunken concrete patios, drivewalks, uh, give these guys a call. They come in with polyurethane foam. They pump it up under the slabs. They pump up the slabs, pump it up, and it's ready to drive on the same day. 
They also do commercial and residential spray foam insulation with that polyurethane foam as well. So if you need insulation done in your house or your business or any of those nasty old slabs jacked up, give these guys a call in Viroseal at 309-275-6303. Dees, do you remember that time we were doing the show and I couldn't remember the number? Yes. And I freaked out because yeah. I didn't have it written anywhere. And then my laptop was freezing up. Yeah, I, yeah, that, it's been a while, but yes, I do remember. That was we were live. Yeah. We were live too when that happened. Yeah, and you know, listening back to it, I covered it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't really tell, but w- when you're live on air and you make a make a mistake, it's like the end of the world. It's like there's a million people watching you, and you just biffed it. So yeah. anyway, I just I just remember that had to kind of laugh about it that's a little bit. That's kind of why we don't go live very often. Yeah, well, no, that's not <laughs> why we don't go live very often. We're doing good. We hardly ever go back and edit, except when D's drops an F-bomb here or there, and we got to get that out It's only happened bit. once. Joe Biden is having a bad week. Yeah, but Joe but... Biden's always having a bad week. But then again, when you're as stupid as Joe Biden, and you're as out of it as Joe Biden, I guess it really doesn't matter, does it? I mean, if you're that cognitively declined D's, do you even, you know, they, they have this saying, ignorance is bliss, but stupidity is painful. That's my thing. Ignorance is bliss, but stupidity is painful because the bliss you may feel if you're also stupid comes the pain. So at best, it just cancels, you know, one cancels the other out. Um, so this guy here, we're going to pull this up. We got a soundbite for you on this. And we, folks, we have a whole lot to go over on this show. Don't, don't get me wrong. We are, we are chock full of fully monkey shines and information you may not have heard anywhere else. And, of course, uh, viewpoints. But Joe Biden was at the Grand Canyon. And let's just read. This is a Fox story here real quick. President Biden's latest gaffe came Tuesday as he inaccurately said the Grand Canyon is one of nine wonders of the world. Uh, He was at Red Butte Airfield in Arizona, which is a few miles south of the Grand Canyon. Uh, And the speech was focused on his administration's climate agenda and conservation efforts. And this whole climate agenda thing is something I want to get into later. But here's, I'm going to play the clip for you. And we're going to roll it. Folks, it's not hyperbole suggests that there is no national treasure, none that is grander than the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon, one of the Earth's nine wonders, wonders of the world. There's only Literally. Seven. Think of that. I'm you thinking. Know, it's amazing. Enduring symbol of America. I'm thinking the I just got dumber world. for listening to this. The first time I saw the Grand Canyon years ago, I was a young senator. Oh, somebody's uh, pulling I stood monitor. there and looked out. A phrase came to mind. It was instinctive. I said, This must be, this is God's cathedral. That's what it reminded me of. It just is so magnificent. As a matter of fact, I said nine. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. Okay, okay. first of all, this reminds me of that story about about when he saw two guys kissing back in the 50s, and his dad said, Joey, they're in love. No, Nobody said that back in the 50s, did they, Deez? No. This is lies. It's all lies. And we got another one of Biden's lies. You know, instead of Biden crimes, you can't hide your Biden lies. That could be another one, too. That's, do, that, that's what I thought you were singing last week. But. So, so Deez... Tell us, uh, is he correct? There's only seven. Yeah, there there but are seven. They have like said every now and then. Well, this is now the recognized eighth wonder of the world. But the Grand Canyon was not one of the seven wonders 
seven wonders of the world. No, it was it, not. It is recognized. See, they this is one of those things where now they, they just keep making new lists. Like they had the original seven wonders was just like the pyramids, Colossus, you know, the, the lighthouse of um, whatever that word was. I can't remember. Uh, then they came up with like the seven engineering wonders of the world, the seven natural wonders of the world, which is where the Grand Canyon now falls. And we made, you made a point about this. Why is it such a natural wonder where water ran through rock? Right. And it's a it river in a ditch and it's just a really big ditch that has formed over millions and millions of years of erosion. Here's my point to this folks. Now these, you, 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 I wouldn't say you came to Biden's defense because you don't defend Biden. You don't like him. But you did say, well, at least he you know, corrected himself. All right, I'm going to tell you something right now. Joe Biden didn't correct himself. Joe Biden don't know what, doesn't know what planet he's on. Somebody either in your monitor or on one of the teleprompters corrected him. Yeah. There's no way he caught that on his own. That I, guy says something, and he can't remember it three seconds after he said it. Yeah, no, I 100% believe that. Look. Who's ever, I've never even, I'm only 40. I've never thought nine wonders of the world. How do, where, do you, where do you pull that out from? Now, that's not it. That's no. not it. That's, this is. I've known it was seven since, uh, since I was probably seven or eight. And the only reason I knew it back then was because Andre the Giant was often referred to as the eighth wonder, wonder of the world. And then this wrestling talk, obviously. And then when China came about, they called her the ninth wonder of the world. China, she was pretty hot. When she she, well, she passed away, she was, didn't she? Yeah, she's been gone quite a while. She wasn't very hot when she got hot when she got uh, all the work done and got her jawline squared away. And yeah, when she first came out, she looked like a dude. But then she uh, she got a little bit of work done and and turned into semi-attractive and of course went on to do playboy and then then went down the dark road but anyway so here's the other one we're going to wrap it up with this one let's see if we got enough time we do have enough time so while he was in arizona he was also talking about bears ears national monument and i'm just going to play it for you this is this is what he said when he was talking about taking care of bears ears national monument let's pull this up real quick why i forget i was standing in washington a little girl walked up to me i can see her daddy Say, go up and say something to the president. She walked up and she said, Mr. President, would you take care of Bears Ears for me? And I didn't know what Bears she meant. She said, you take care of Bears Ears for me. Well, we took care of her and we gave her the signing pen. But well, first of all, that's another lie. You're going to tell me that some kid in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C., okay, she's with her father, and they just see the president of the United States and he sends the kid over. Go say something to the president. How about, can I have a picture? Can I have an autograph? No. Will you take Carol Bellzios for me? What the, where do they come up with this? This is like Kamala Harris with that thing about uh, when they asked, she was a little girl at the at the Freedom March or whatever, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. What do you want? I want freedom. No, these are lies. Yeah. What? And that's the dumbest all the way in Washington, D.C., going to ask about Bears Ears National Monument in Arizona? Are you out of your flipping mind? So anyway, we got more. It would be more believable if it was, you know, a high school student or a college student. Somebody but... that knew what that was. Yeah. 
you know, I'm 48. I don't know what Bears ears is. <laughs> you do now because you yeah. got Bears ears, buddy. Okay, this is the Eldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Hey, welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm not D's. I'm not Eldonzo. <laughs> and here we are back again. Bigger than life and twice as ugly. And D's, do you know who I really, really like? It's hard to say. Peter Ducey. I like, Ducey? I, yeah, I like Ducey. He's got yarbles, man. He's got testiculars, dude. I mean, Peter Ducey just has zero Fs to give. He's always he's always pissing off Joe Biden, and I like it. There's not a lot of people at Fox that I really care for anymore at this point. There's really not. Probably him and Gutfeld. Jesse Waters is okay. Yeah, I've but- been watching, again, back to last week's meltdown that I had. <clears throat> uh, I've been watching a little bit more of, of Waters, um, and, and he's he's mildly entertaining. He, he is entertaining to an extent. As long but, as he keeps his mom. As long as he show. keeps his mom. I wish we had that audio. I'd pull it up again because that was uh, cringe. That was, that was pretty bad. Jesse Waters had his uh, Democrat mom uh, call in, and she ripped him up one side and down the other. Well, I wouldn't say ripped him, but made it very uncomfortable. Yeah, you no, say- it was it was like three of three minutes of some of the worst television you could ever watch. It well, was, no, wait a minute. I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I think it was three minutes of some of the best television you could watch. Well, yeah. Jesse Waters. It's a train wreck. It was like, it was like he was in front of a room of people naked. Yeah. Okay. He was very uncomfortable about that. His mom, I'm sure that my mom would have done that. Well, she wouldn't have because my mom's not an idiot. I just, liberal. I want to hear the phone call that happened afterwards. Cause I know there was one. Mom, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends and viewers. It was embarrassing. I probably so I guess the whole premise was she called up and told her how proud he was, she was of him, and her dad, his dad, which I'm sure is a Democrat too. That's okay. Um, and then it goes into another another realm where she starts telling him all the things he shouldn't shouldn't do and shouldn't get lawsuits and he shouldn't you know just maga this and maga that and highly uncomfortable. But I do like Peter Ducey. I like Peter Ducey uh, for this for this reason. So on Wednesday, Peter Ducey was uh, actually asked, kind of motioned by Joe Biden to come on over. We're going to play that clip for you here, but uh, he's, he kind of did a little bit of fighting with President Biden uh, following his comments about green energy on Bidenomics, Bidenomics, which nobody likes, but they claim it's great. Green Jean-Pierre came out and tried to stand up for it. Anyway, following his comments about green energy and Bidenomics in New Mexico, uh, Ducey asked the president about Hunter Biden's former business associate, Devin Archer. And Biden wasn't too happy about it. I'm going to play the whole clip for you from uh, Fox News, if you don't mind. We're going to get this going here, but this was pretty good. And this kind of tells you, look, it's bad when a politician lies to you. Politicians should not lie, but they do, right? Dees, would you agree with that? Only when they open their mouth. Now, here's what I'm concerned with. Before, All of them. Before we play this, this is going to be my concern. I'm going to know that the sticks has actually hit the fan when Joe Biden starts telling the truth. And that's not far away. Think about this. He's lying now, but he's being coy about it. You know, the same thing as, well, where's the money? 
he's kind of being he's kind of he's kind of got that challenge to him when he's when he's cognizant sometimes which he isn't at all hardly but he's kind of pushing that challenge out there of i think that my sticks doesn't stink okay when he starts being honest because that's going to come a point real soon when trump's out of the equation if they can get trump out of the equation and he starts becoming honest and just saying, yeah, we did it, but this is why we did it. That's when we really have to worry about what's going on in our country. Because then they have, they, they will do it with impunity because they have immunity, because they run the government. Anyway, I'm going to play this for you. This is Stephen Ducey on Fox News, and then the clip follows. Let's go ahead and roll clip. Slash urgent care. Peter Ducey is in Bella, New Mexico for us. Uh, what'd you get, Peter? Sandra, we got a first of its kind reaction to that testimony. Nobody has asked President Biden yet about these allegations from a former Hunter Biden business associate that uh, Hunter would call his dad, then the vice president, and put him on speakerphone to chat uh, uh, with his business associates. So at the conclusion of this event, I had a chance at the president's invitation, he waved his son over uh, to ask him. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. All right, so first of all, that's a lousy question. Okay, we just had Devin Archer testify that Hunter Biden was putting Joe Biden on the phone with his foreign business partners which, of course, Devin Archer here. And I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about this, about how great Devin Archer is. And, yeah, it's, it's good that he did this. Now they're saying he was under oath. I don't know if he was or not at this point. Those details may never be known. Uh, to talk about the weather and whatnot, and, hey, how's the, how's the greens over there on the ninth hole in China? The point was, Joe Biden himself said that he never discussed business with his son. Now, we know that his son, Hunter, the little dipstick that he is put his daddy on the phone to strong arm people. We have that in, in sworn testimony at this point. Okay. So for the fact for Joe Biden to say, that's a lousy question when it's one of the biggest scandals in United States history shows you how Joe Biden is. And then he says, it's a lie. Well, wait a minute. Isn't everybody going to have their day in court? These no, they're not. I'm 1000% convinced Nothing is ever going to happen with this. I, I, I'm as far as this whole situation, they win. I'm defeated because look, there is again ad nauseum, like my rant last week. There is so much evidence, circumstantial or not. You know, people have been put to death for less evidence than what they have on the right Biden's now. Side. Yes, and, and nothing's going to happen. They might have an impeachment hearing. He's probably could possibly get impeached, but by the sounds of some of the um, establishment Republicans that aren't necessarily in favor of it, he might not even go through that. And even if he does get impeached, it doesn't matter because it's going to get blown out in the Senate, just like it did when Trump was impeached. Now, this this kind of goes back to something here real quick. Would I say it's time to panic like somebody else would say? No. But we really got to be cautious here because, Deej, you're right. If they get away with this, they can get away with anything. When? 
they when get they get away this. with it yeah. at some point. So desperation. So if you take a guy, right, just take any guy, him and his family haven't eaten, consumed any food in two weeks. That man will kill anybody he can to get food and feed his family, right? Yeah. He will He will kill somebody else and chop them up and eat them, won't in, he? In other words, things that we're going to see when the war starts. Yes, and whether that's Civil War or uh, World War Three or whatever it's going to be. Probably both. Probably both. Probably coincidentally at the same time, and yes. aliens involved, and AI, and all this other stuff. Yeah. And, and we try to be jovial on the Eldonzo and D show, but sometimes we just veer off and go off the cliff and right into the ravine. That's that's uh, why the aliens haven't made actual contact is because they can see what's going on and they know that that a our country like half our country hates the other half and then our entire country hates the rest of the world. So when the world war starts and then we have civil war, we're going to pretty much eliminate each other and then the aliens are going to just come down and take what they want. So exactly, exactaries. So my point to this is desperation. They're getting to a point now where they're desperate to keep power. And I think they'll do anything they can to keep it. They already have. That's the thing. They're, I mean, they're doing it so brazenly now. It's like the this Trump stuff with the, you know, the J6 hearings. Right. He has subpoena power now. Oh, guess what happened? All the records have been destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, and they found some loophole out of that. So it's really one of those things to where we, we look at our government and we realize that all those, you know, look, scary, scary movies, okay? Jaws scares the hell out of me, all right? It still does to this day when I watch it. But what really scares me is waking up in 1984 because that's exactly what we're in right now. And people better start waking up and seeing this and realizing it. Here's a problem, these People keep themselves... Stupid, lazy, drunk, stoned, watch the football game every weekend, go to work, hey, get your paychecks. Hey, to, hey. I'm feeling kind of attacked right now as I wear my <laughs> I did, Steelers hat, I my Bubble the Love Sponge shirt. No, I'm talking about drunk, watching football. That's okay. You're you literally can, describing my life. You can be drunk. You can you can do stuff. You can have fun. But you got to pay attention to what's going on out there. This is uh, quite exciting times in America and quite exciting times all over the world for that matter. But you need to go, people need to go out there and get people riled up. You need to go out and get your friends and your family riled up. We've said this before and we'll say it again on the show. The only way that we can ever have a hope is to beat them in the polls, to overwhelm them because... There's a lot of there's a lot of fraud going on, and I think we're going to talk about that fraud in the next segment. Uh, we've got a story from Gateway Pundit. Gateway Pundit usually gets a lot of these people coming to him from these states, and they got a really good one that came out of Michigan. And we're going to be going over that in the next uh, in the next segment. But look at all this evidence. Remember, they said, "Oh, there's no fraud. There's no fraud. It's the cleanest election ever run." It's all over the place, and nobody these nobody has a really good excuse for why Pennsylvania flipped 400,000 votes in the course of 36 hours. Now, I'm, I'm, that's not accurate. That's not an accurate statement. It wasn't quite that. It was, But nobody can ever come up and give me an answer on why uh, in Michigan these vans pulled up and unloaded boxes upon boxes of ballots. They said, well, that's not true. You're a conspiracy theorist. At 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. after they kicked everybody out and said there was a water pipe leak. 
Yeah, no, there's, they can't deny that. There's video evidence. There's absolutely video evidence of it. And what we've got coming up next, we got a few more things about Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family we want to get to. But this deal coming out of Michigan, I think, is a pretty big thing. And we're going to tell you why right here when we come back after these are commercial massages right here on the El Donzo and D Show, baby. Y'all. Hey, we're back. The Eldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we've got some Muskegon, Michigan action coming at you right now. Uh, real quick, though, there's one story we did drop, and I want to get to it, and we'll get to the Muskegon, Michigan thing. So this deal with Hunter Biden lying on his form 4473. Now, we've talked about this ad nauseum and what that is. You're you're certifying that you are not a user of or addicted to any illicit substance, any Schedule One narcotic, not even that you're addicted to alcohol, really, which is one of the most lied-on questions on the Form 4473, okay? Mm. But the problem is most people that lie on that Form 4473 aren't as stupid as Hunter Biden is. Now, this is a Fox News headline. I People are going to freak when they hear this, but wait a minute. I've actually got... I've actually got a theory on this, how this may not be what they want it to be. Fifth Circuit Court deals blow to federal gun statute used in Hunter Biden case. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit on Wednesday voided a federal law that prevents unlawful drug users from possessing firearms. The statute 18 U.S.C. 922 G3 bars anyone who is an unlawful user of or addicted to any controlled substance, including marijuana, from possessing a gun. Violators can face up to 10 years in prison. However, a three-judge panel citing the Supreme Court's landmark gun rights decision last year unanimously found the statute unconstitutional as applied to defendant, defendant Patrick Daniels. So here's the deal. He's a, Patrick Daniels, a habitual marijuana user, was arrested in April 20, 2022 after police searched his car and found marijuana and two loaded firearms. He was convicted uh, that July and sentenced nearly four years in prison and three years probation, a conviction uh, the Fifth Circuit panel has now thrown out. So why is this different? Why is this different than Hunter Biden's situation? Are you asking me? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. We can't prove, nobody can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Patrick Daniels lied on the form 4473 to obtain those firearms. How do we know he was smoking pot then? Fair point. Okay. We just know they popped him with guns and marijuana, and now this has gone into where they don't want to ban people from having firearms that are smoking pot or maybe an illicit substance. This is a slippery slope, and it's a completely different story. The difference was we can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that when Hunter Biden lied on that form 4473, he was addicted to and or using illicit substances. So he lied on a federal document. Now, it's not a federal document, but it's a questionnaire to the federal government, the ATF, the Department of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, the ATF. That's the difference in this. I don't think anybody could look at this on its face and go, okay, well, this guy got, you know, 
he got let off the hook, so Hunter Biden can too. Now, just because I look at it that way, and Dees may look at it that way, and the people listening right now may look at it that way, that does not mean that's what's going to happen, as we talked about in the last segment, that he could get off from this. I hope he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to. And I'll tell you the reason why. It's not that because he's an addict. It's not that he has issues. That's not why I want him to be thrown in the slammer forever. I'll tell you why, because I'm pissed off of the double standard in this country, and the blindfold has been taken off the Lady of Justice. Yeah. Really? I, mean, I, I, I think that eventually he's going to go down for something. But I still I think I, he will too, and I'll tell you why. I still don't think that, that dear old dad's going to catch anything. I'll tell you why I think Hunter Biden's going to eventually go down. And it's likely going to be in a ditch or a dumpster somewhere. Hunter Biden knows too much. Hunter Biden can take down the whole regime. Okay? Hunter Biden will roll. Hunter Biden doesn't want to go to be jail and be, like we talked about, sodomized on last week's cold opener, which I thought was pretty good, by the way. Uh, he does not want to do that. Hunter Biden's going to end up, you know, like I said, with two or three bullet holes in the back of his head and his wallet still in his pocket. That's just what I think is going to happen to him. No, I think his his dad's going to basically be caught in another lie and it's going to pardon him. Yeah, well, you got to remember that too. That's always the other thing. Joe Biden is still the president of the United States, yeah. whether we believe he was duly elected by the people or not, and he could absolutely pardon him. The president can pardon anybody he wants to. He uh, is saying the the no part. Well, he isn't saying, but and this is a federal thing, so Joe Biden could pardon him for yeah, that. He hasn't said it, but I think Karine Jean Pierre made the comment that they weren't, they weren't going to do it. But he's only allowing, or they are only saying that right now because of the election coming up. Right. Once it gets done with the election, that's yeah. when the gloves come off and they do all their goofiness. Yep. But here's the other thing, too. This is what gets me these. We, we just talked about that and your theory and your th- theory, why, while it is very plausible, if they're really this bad, what the hell do they care about the election? They could just rig it. And probably will. And probably <laughs> will. But maybe they know they maybe they are just a little hesitant that we may actually attract enough votes to make it difficult on them. Now, speaking about election interference and election rigging. Uh, and this isn't about Russia, you know, hacking into the DNC servers, which, by the way, did not happen. Uh, we're going to go to October 8th, 2020, in the little town of Muskegon, Michigan, where the city clerk and Meish noticed a black female, which her name was redacted, dropping off between 8,000 and 10,000 completed voter registration applications at the city clerk's office. Between 8,000 and 10,000 completed applications. Doesn't that seem like a lot to you? That seems like an awful lot. All right. Seems like a lot to me. That's not where the story gets funny, though. So, the Muskegon Police Department was contacted and asked to investigate. And on the 21st of October, First Lieutenant Mike Anderson was contacted by Tom Fabus, Chief of Investigations for Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel's office, According to Michigan State Police Report, this was a police report. They filed this over this. Uh, Fabus asked the Michigan State Police assistance with a joint investigation of alleged voter fraud being conducted by the Muskegon Police Department and the AG. An investigative task force was formed, and guess what? They had an investigation. So this is from the state police report. 
On 16th October 2020, Muskegon City Clerk and Mice and Deputy Clerk Kimberly Young contacted the Muskegon Police Department with these irregularities they noticed. The Muskegon City Clerk became suspicious when the female, redacted, hand-delivered thousands of these registrations to her office, many of them in the same handwriting. Now on the 20th of October, the suspect returned to the Muskegon City Clerk's office to deliver additional registration forms in person. Meitch estimated that uh, the suspect brought in an additional 2,500 forms. Meitch contacted the Muskegon Police Department and Detective Logan Anderson and Captain Sean Bride, and they conducted a non-custodial interview with that check. Meitch stated that, in her opinion, a quantity of the voter registration forms were highly suspicious and possibly fraudulent. This is shaping up to be something right here. They've contacted the state police, right, Dees? Mm-hmm. They go in there, they're doing an investigation, and then this chick's name, I believe it's a chick, gets redacted. Yeah, it. it I don't know if you read it all, but her name is listed eventually. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, It is. So this is something else they find out. Uh, the female suspect who explained that she was being paid $1,150 a week to find unregistered voters and provide them with a form so they can get registered to vote or obtain their absentee ballot. Here's the problem. The handwriting on the voter registrations was the same on several of the registrations and many of the addresses were non-existent or fake. So can anybody sitting here right now, after hearing this, tell me they're confident that there wasn't fraud in the 2020 election? Dees, what do you think? Am I off base here with this? Uh, no, the, the only to play devil's advocate, the only thing that um, throws even the slightest red flag to me is that this is a story that is on the Gateway Pundit and only the Gateway Pundit. Now, that's that's an interesting take on that. I'm going to tell you why that's an interesting take. The Gateway Pundit gets fringy at times. The Gateway Pundit goes out and gets stuff nobody else wants to do. This will not be played by the... This will not be shown in the mainstream media. Now, I want to go back to something. We're going to try to find it at break. I I did find quite a bit of references to this story um, on our Twitter, which is obviously very conservative. um, At Eldonzo D's, by the way. I did find a lot of people mention this, but all of the links and everything was all to this one article. Like I poured through all the major news outlets, couldn't find anything on this story other than that. Now they do have, it seems, you know, legit paperwork from the police reports. So I do think there is a significant amount, if not a hundred percent amount of truth to this. It's just, Funny and scary that nobody else is talking about it. I don't think it is. And when we return the Aldonzo and D show, we're going to play a clip of audio and show you just why it's really not surprising to Aldonzo. We'll be right back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Hey, welcome back to the El Donzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And in the last segment, if you uh, folks out there, wonderful folks listening to the El Donzo and D show on a Saturday morning, will remember the question got brought up. Why 
are there only certain things in the Gateway Pundit and these other so-called fringe news uh, news sites that we don't see on mainstream media? Now, this story on the Gateway Pundit seems to be fairly credible, right, Dees? Yeah. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to give a defense to this on why you cannot discount stuff on the Gateway Pundit. The Gateway Pundit has broke some very serious things in the past three or four years. Some stuff that nobody else was talking about, and everybody discredits them. So what we did during the break was I had Dees pull up some audio that we probably, you know, look, in all honesty, we should have gotten this audio out there a lot sooner. We should have been promoting this because even to us, it was eye-opening. Yeah. And it was eye-opening. This is Joe Rogan, and he had Howie Mandel on. Mm-hmm. It, not only did it creep Joe Rogan out, but it, I think it creeped Howie Mandel out too, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he was pretty taken. It, it creeped me out. This is, it is, it's very... Uh, Oh, I don't know what to name it. Dagnab it. There's, there's some way I want to describe this. It's not coming to me right now. Eerie. It's eerie. It's almost robotic is what yeah. it is. Almost yeah. like everything's been pre-programmed. It, this is, and it's a long listen, but it, if you've never seen this clip, it's worth it. Like it, this is eye-opening. So I'm going to start at that spot that you suggested I start at. Does mm -hmm. that quite explain everything that the, yeah, the listeners basically are what what Joe is doing is he they they were talking about various things and how the media is controlled or whatever and joe asked how if you've ever ever seen the video of all these news stations basically saying the same thing and he said no so he pulls it up and this is what this is somebody compiled this video now you can't watch the video so you won't be able to pick this up but let me say that what you're going to hear is not like all these different fox affiliates and it it's literally Every network affiliate, it's there's Fox, there's CBS, NBC, C Everybody. ABC. Every the, major news news outlet yeah, is doing these, this. And these are local, like your, you know, like our local WEEK. You know, these are local, but affiliated to a major Ooh. network, but they're not all from the same network. And that's where this gets spooky. Now, what I want to say is whoever put this together is a genius. Yeah, it's 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 all real. It's not BS. We need to share the do not, we cannot forget to share this video on Facebook. The yeah. video does it justice, but you will be able to hear this as well. And we're just going to go ahead and play it for you. And I don't know where it's going to stop, but hell with it. Let's go for it. Here Let it goes. Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video where it shows local news people? I'll, I'll send it to Jamie. It's local news people all saying like the exact same thing. It's, it's really weird. No. It's one of those things where you go like, I kind of knew that this happened, but to see it happen so blatantly. Watch surreal. Here, I'll send this to you, Jamie. I have the actual video of it. I could just send it to you. Here's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility yeah, that's it. is to, to serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the worse. quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News <laughs> produces. But we are concerned about trouble trying to one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, <laughs> some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their This is f***ing scary. Yeah. This is the scariest. Well, that's propaganda. I mean, this is this is they're they're trying to bend a narrative in a very specific way for everybody. And 
when the video is playing, you'll see the like it's hard they, to tell when you're listening. There's like 25 to 30 split screens of all these different local news anchors saying verbatim the exact, the exact same, same thing. thing. They were told to say it. They're saying the exact same thing. The puppet master is pulling the strings at this point. Yeah. Now, Gateway Pundit has been sued. Gateway Pundit has been uh, fact denied, checked. Fact checked. <laughs> by, fact checked by idiots. Okay. They've been called conspiracy theorists. They've been not allowed to have their. They've had their press badges revoked at certain events. So when somebody goes, well, it's a Gateway Pundit. You can't trust them. Well, I don't know. Why don't you Why don't you look at that video and tell me if you can trust these people? Yeah. No, again, when I said that last segment, uh, I completely forgot about this video. And yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, you know, you, you turn on your CNNs or your, your Foxes and like CNN is obviously nothing but left. Fox, nothing but right. But all you have to do is watch that video to uh, understand that there is a higher power that is actually pressing the buttons oh there absolutely is we can't you know it's a sad day when you can't trust your media any longer when you cannot trust the press they are so biased they're so wrapped up in this folks they are so angry that donald trump actually became president yeah and back to the original reason for this is that explains why this particular story about obvious election fraud was happening in michigan and the, like I said, all of the police report documents and stuff are there. Pictures of the actual documents with the, the stuff redacted. And all it makes me wonder, or not wonder, but realize is, is like, this is one not huge city in, in America that this right. this was, was right. captured in. You're talking, you're talking upwards of 13,000 ballots, fraudulent ballots in Muskegon, Michigan, what the hell happened in Detroit or, or everywhere else? I mean, if even if you're not a, a, a fan of the Gateway Pundit, go there just just to read the story and decide for yourself. You know, if, if this could happen there, who's to say it didn't happen all across America, especially once you read and find out the responsible parties that like the people that were paying the people to take these voter registrations in it all ties back to a heavily uh democratic organization that is everywhere absolutely absolutely look at look at look at georgia look at like we just talked about michigan wisconsin yeah all these states look at arizona what's going on with uh carrie clark in arizona yeah, that's another one we got to touch on real quick. There's some news on that. At this point, how can you discount anybody's uh, statement of this? How can you discount the evidence? You yeah, see, there's there's a lot of it there, and that's like I said, one small city. This is the Aldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back after these commercial massages on Cities 92.9. Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is our number two of the El Donzo and D's show. I'm El Donzo. I am D's. And we were talking in the last segment about election fooly monkey shines going on, weren't we, D's? Yes, sir. Now, we talked about Carrie Lake, too, and that's an ongoing battle. And a lot of people say Carrie Lake's nuts. Okay, she lost to Katie Hobbs, who was the Secretary of State of Arizona. 
And there's been a lot of stuff in Maricopa County going on for years that's been coming out. They did it in 2000 Mules. They covered a lot of this stuff. We're not going to get too in-depth about it. But here's a good example for you. This is how this works with people. Katie Hobbs was the Secretary of State, and she was running against Carrie Clark. Now, the Secretary of State, let me pull this up for you real quick here, make sure I got my proverbial sticks about me. In 38 states, the Secretary of State is the chief election official, a role required by federal law, often in charge of running and certifying elections of their local, state, and national leaders. Okay? They are the chief election official. She refused to recuse herself. And we had all these allegations of fraud coming in, okay, with Carrie Clark. And she refuses to recuse herself. She refuses to debate. Why would she refuse to debate? She doesn't have to debate, does she, Dees? She knows she's going to win that election. They did the same thing they did in the 2020 presidential election, which was they actually it was that they actually closed down the ballot places. They were doing ballot harvesting. The stuff that comes out, this junk that comes out in Michigan, the same thing that happened in Michigan was happening in Arizona. And probably multiple other places. Probably multiple other places. This is what we're up against. Just flat out cheating. That was the point I wanted to make about it. I didn't have enough time to get into it. This thing with Kerry Clark is an ongoing issue. She's a patriot. She was screwed out of the governorship of Arizona. There's no way. Katie Hobbs was... If Katie Hobbs and a beetle and other... I don't mean like a, I'm going to hold your hand. I don't mean like that kind of beetle. I mean like a dung beetle. Got in an argument, the dung beetle would win. That's how stupid this broad is, okay? She's ignorant. I'm like, she, owl crap's got one up on her. Might as well call her Hammer Hobbs because she's dumber than a sack of hammers. It's like Joe Biden. How the hell does this guy get elected president? Really think about this. Come on, man. So anyway, that's something that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get out of my system there a little bit here on the Eldonzo and D's show. Uh, D's, did you have anything pulled up for us? You want to go first? Yeah, well, first off, I just wanted to do the the weekly plugs. Obviously, check us out on our socials, uh, twitter.com. We are at Eldonzo D's. Also, Facebook, facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. And most important of all, go to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Eldonzo D's and you can actually watch the show uh, as well as listen to it. And um, last week, we, uh, a sad note, we had to mourn the passing of Pee Wee Herman. And, <laughs> and this week, um, we lost another icon from uh, from our childhood and teen years and even adult years. Yeah. And that is Willie Perry. Now, yep. who the hell is Willie Perry, you might ask? Well, if you are... Uh, between the ages of, I don't know, 10 and 60 and have been to a wedding in the last 20 years, you have heard Willie Perry. This is something new, the Casper Slide Part 2, featuring the Platinum Band. And this time, we're gonna get funky. That's right, DJ Casper, the uh, famous guy who came up with the cha-cha slide, passed away after a battle with cancer at age 58. So uh, rest in peace, Willie Perry, a.k.a. DJ Casper. And now moving on, I got to ask you um, what your thoughts are on this Craig Robertson thing. Uh, It's still somewhat breaking, but he was a uh, adamant Trump supporter. Um, 
FBI raided his house at uh, like 6.15 in the morning, and there was a kerfuffle and ended I, up uh, getting shot and killed. So what I can see, somebody sent in to, uh, <laughs> kind of funny we bring this up, the Gateway Pundit, uh, alleged video of, I believe it was the, uh, the FBI, mm-hmm. raiding his house. They gathered around. They threw, a, I think it was a flashbang or something to that extent. He was out on his front porch from what they say, and they rushed him. He didn't shoot, but they shot him. So my thoughts on this, when Dees and I first talked about covering the story, were we don't know enough yet. And then Dees made a really good point that I should have thought of, and I didn't. Uh, Dees, why don't you tell the listeners out there what your point to this is? Because it's a damn good point that I didn't just didn't even pop in there with all the news going on. Well, the the reason that they raided his house so far, again, breaking, this is still, you know, information's coming out. But the main reason is that he had been making threatening remarks to not only Joe Biden, but other Democrats about, you know, uh, assassinating them. I believe uh, that one of the the biggest thing was he, uh, Biden was supposed to go to Utah, which is where this man is from. And he posted on Facebook, like, going to have to dig out the the ghillie suit and the sniper rifle, whatever. And so basically they're calling that a threat on the president's life. Now, I'm not condoning that. If you do stuff like that, play stupid games, win super prizes. However, what about all the people that were posting death threats and death wishes? Kathy and, Griffin. Like Kathy Griffin with the, the bloody severed head. Uh, when Donald Trump was in president, why wasn't the FBI, you know, blowing their door off and, and, and Be- raiding their ha- homes? Because the FBI was crooked and they didn't have Trump in, in their pockets. Yeah, that's why. OK, so this is from New York Post. I got to give it to the New York. You know, a lot of people rip on New York Post and, for being a rag, but this it's was not. and if you haven't heard yet, this is a 75 year old man, 300 plus pounds who has to use a cane to get around. Not exactly the kind of person you would consider to be a well, a threat. You know, here's the thing. Look, this guy is just like a lot of other people in America. Maybe he acted a little unhinged, but I'm going to tell you, when you get to be 75 years old, you don't give a damn what anybody says to you, or you don't give a damn what you say to anybody else, okay? Yeah. This guy, just like a lot of us, feel that he has been ripped off and feel that he has been screwed uh, unconstitutionally in this country. So, yeah, maybe he was a little, maybe he was a little PO'd about it. I can't blame him. Should he put that stuff on Facebook? Obviously not. You don't put that, especially if you're conservative, you don't want to post that stuff on Facebook. But this is from the this is from the New York Post. Neighbors described the man shot, which was Craig Robinson, 75, in the FBI raid on his home in Utah after he made threats to assassinate the president as a decent guy who cared for his blind son, but was the type to sleep with a gun under his pillow. He allegedly pointed a gun at, allegedly, like Dees likes to say, allegedly pointed a gun at law enforcement during the incident Wednesday, which led to what locals described as a hail of bullets at the home in Provo. Geez, you would have thought he was in Chicago when he was black at that point. Robertson was then dragged out of the house and bled out on the sidewalk outside his home, covered under a sheet, according to local reports. Uh, Travis Clark, who lived on the same street as Robertson, said, I just can't believe that this man warranted that kind of response. I think Travis Clark may have been the one that shot the video. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, could you have went there and, and again, we don't know exactly what maybe he did point a gun 
hard to say we'll never you know if he didn't we'll never know that because a there probably look, weren't really any body cams on the fbi look if this guy's this mad about this he's 75 years old he's 300 pounds he's not going to go traveling off somebody okay you know what would have been a really really good way to wrap this up this guy's taking pictures of himself on his ranch in utah right he's not anywhere else he's in utah yeah he's mad at the world but he's not going anywhere you know what? Maybe he didn't have to die if the uh, FBI didn't decide they were going to play, you know. It's not a ranch. I mean, he lives on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. If if the FBI, or excuse me, cul-de-sac, whatever it was, I called it a ranch. You know, if the FBI didn't decide that they wanted to play uh, Captain Commando and go in there and just shoot somebody, maybe they just shouldn't have went there in the first place. Obviously, this guy didn't have any issues with his neighbors. Obviously, he was just mad. Yeah. What, why did they have to go there and do this? Yes. You know what? If somebody, if somebody, If somebody pulls up to my house armed guys at 6 15 in the morning i'm not sure what my reaction is going to be to that these no yeah that and that's the other thing like what do you you know you're you're Drinking banging your on coffee. the door you know and it sounds like they were they busted the door open through a flashbang i'm probably gonna come out you know locked and loaded as well well look at it this way he's not gonna get his day in court is he right. because if somebody like that you don't get your day in court look what happened to the jan sixers they got thrown in a D.C. gulag, all right? This guy, I don't want to assume I know him. I don't want to assume I know what he's thinking. But from his post and the way he thought, I can pretty much guarantee you he knew what was going to happen to him if the FBI actually got him in custody. Yeah. Okay? Which means no more freedom. He'll die in jail. Why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you just go ahead and do it? Why the, wouldn't you just push the limits a little bit? And, and the way that with technology and everything, this is something that – Look, they could have monitored him yep. and, uh, you know, they could have one or two agents there arresting, whatever, charging with making threats, blah, blah, blah. But to send a fully armed, basically a, an FBI SWAT team, yep. for, for lack of a better description, to this 75 year old, you know, overweight walking with a cane. Like, come on. What the hell are we doing? What That's where your taxpayer money is going to bust, you know, this this old grump, grumpy old man, basically. I'm going to tell you, they wanted to shoot him. Sure. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue that. It, it seems they went ready, you know, for a firefight that they obviously initiated when it could have been handled in a 1,000% different way. And I'll have to check on this. I'm not sure. I, th I think the FBI needs to call the local police department. I think they need to clear that with them. I could be wrong on that. We're going to find out after the break. I'll do my due diligence and my research like I 99% of the time always do. But why couldn't they just orchestrate this a little bit better? Because they didn't want to orchestrate want it better. To, yeah. They wanted to shoot the guy. Just like that bird, the Capitol Police officer wanted to shoot Ashley Babbitt, and he got away with it scot-free. Speaking of birds, got a crazy story about that coming up, too. We'll be right back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Hey, we're coming back at you. The El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. Uh, I'm Dean. And we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, El Presidente, Donald Trump. So, Trump's had this thing about signing pledges. You know, Trump's a smart guy. He doesn't want to have to sign stuff. Sign stuff and be committed to it. 
And I don't blame him at this point. Do you, Dees? No. Okay, so he was on with Eric Bowling, the balance. And uh, when asked about if he would sign a pledge, which which would be a pledge, and he has to sign this pledge, I guess, from what I understand, to actually participate in the Republican primary debates. Yeah, it's one of the um, prerequisites. Which, in my opinion, and I'll get into this later, there's no reason for Donald Trump to go debate anybody. Okay, there's none. There's no reason for that. But anyway, when asked uh, by Eric Bowling on this, he said, I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge if there are people on there that I wouldn't have? I wouldn't have certain people, as you know, somebody that I endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. He goes on. I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. So right there, there's a problem. Right there, there's a problem. Now, here's my issue with this. And Trump went on to 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 note Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan didn't go and debate. They just went out and you know, kicked ass and took names, which he's absolutely right. Donald Trump is leading. I'm going to pull this up real quick. Folks, bear with me. I want to get where he's at actually in the polls because this is this is going to do it. Let's pull up. You know what I like? Real clear politics. Uh, Trump is, so here, here right now, this is a signal poll. Trump is at 53. DeSantis is at 10. Ramaswamy is at 11, Pence at 7, Haley's at 3, Scott's at 3, Christie, that gelatinous tub of goo, is at 2, Asa Hutchinson's at 0, Bergham's at 0, Suarez at 1. How the hell is Pence at 7? Pence shouldn't be at 7. I don't know (coughs) who he filleted to get to 7, but I'm going to tell you this right (laughs) now. Trump is up 42% in the Farley Dickinson poll. He's up 43%. Donald Trump does not need to debate anybody no he doesn't need to sign anything this is really what gets everybody's goat about donald trump they think they knock him down and he's right with every indictment he gets stronger he does he gets more support these you're a classic example of that you are fed up you don't like the things donald trump says you don't like the tweets but at this point you're MAGA a thousand percent getting back in there we got to go for it yeah it's i mean there's no other alternative at this point i mean ron DeSantis or aka um what's his name ron de sanctimonious no i literally had it before we started recording gary hart he's gary hart superstar on his way to the top and then just absolutely bottoms out the only thing he's missing is the the side piece that got Gary Hart in trouble. The Donna, what was her name? Donna something or other. Anyway, um, yeah, like have you seen a candidate that was such a budding superstar tank the way that DeSantis seems to be tanking? De- in, in DeSantis these- is tanked pretty bad, but I got this. I got this one pulled up. I want to go to DeSantis here in a little bit about a story that actually Megan Kelly turned me on to, but I want to I want to get on that in a second here. Um, but no, in my opinion, there is no reason for Trump to debate. And this is his quote. Why would you do that when you're leading by so much, which he is, uh, he goes on, Ronald Reagan didn't do it. Nixon didn't do it. Many people didn't do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't debate when you're in the lead like this. It's not going to do you any good. Focus on your rallies, focus on your grassroots, focus on getting people on board with you. Don't go to these damn debates because let's go up here. Let's see what we're dealing with. Doug Burgum, I've never even heard of him before. This Chris Christie, who single-handedly got Barack Obama reelected, 
You got Ron DeSantis, which, look, Ron DeSantis has got good views. He's a good guy. But Trump did drag him across the finish line, okay? Yeah. So for Ron DeSantis to come out here, we look, any hardcore conservative knows that De Trump needs four more years. We need to finish this job with him. You got Larry Elder, who's a fart in the wind. But I think Larry Elder is doing this for the same reason that Nikki Haley's doing it, Tim Scott's doing it, and Vivek Ramaswamy's doing it. I think they're muddying the waters so that they can split up support amongst all these people for Trump because they're big, big Trump proponents. They're big Trump supporters. Mike Pence, who is at 7%. You're right. I can't even believe Mike Pence is at 7%. Oh, Asa, yeah. Asa Hutchinson, another never-Trumper. I can't remember he was at. He was like 2% or something. So, no, absolutely. I don't Se think— 7% must make up the number of Republican gas station owners because— Oh, that was he, we does, don't, he doesn't know how to pump gas. Do you What's have that story? It's no story. It's a commercial where he just sticks the thing in the thing like he's actually pumping gas. Right. And he's getting a lot of flack for it, which look, it does look funny and it is fun to make fun of. But I mean, come on, people. The simple fact is, is it's a commercial and there's a director saying, no, just put the pump in the truck. Mike Pence knows how to pump gas. Let's just get that out. of here. It's but it's funny. I'll give him that. Okay, so I got this one. We're talking about DeSantis, okay? DeSantis doesn't come out and hit hard enough. He comes out and hits hard on Trump, but he doesn't come out and hit hard enough on this. Uh, so this interview aired Monday with Dasha Burns. If you remember Dasha Burns, she was the chick that did the inter interview with John Fetterman and talked about how much trouble he was having, and it nearly blacklisted her. You remember that? Yeah, vaguely, yes. Vaguely. Okay, so... They get into it about abortion. And I'm just going to play this for you real quick here. Let's pull this up. Would you veto any sort of federal bill that tries to put a nationwide ban in place? So we will be a pro-life president and, and we will support pro-life policies. Um, I would not allow uh, what a lot of the left wants to do, which is to override pro-life protections throughout the country all the way up, really, until the moment of birth in some instances, which I think is, is infanticide. Well, actually, not I got to push back on you on that because that that's a, a misrepresentation of, of what's happening. I mean, that 1.3% of abortions happen at 21 weeks or higher. There's no, no right. evidence of Democrats pushing for but, but their abortions view up is, until... Their view is, is that all the way up into that, yet there should not be any legal protections. Uh, there is no in indication of Democrats right, pushing you're, you're for right. that. Okay, okay, so the first thing I want to get out of the way right here, right here with this is, she said 1.3% of abortions happened at 21 weeks or later. All right, 1.3% of abortions, all right? 930,000 total abortions. That's 12,000 children that were yanked out of their mother's womb and their neck was snipped, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, she also said that, well, the Democrats don't support this. We've got plenty, plenty of Democrats on record saying this. I don't have the audio, but we do. You can look it up. John Fetterman, Bernie Sanders, Ben Cardin, Eric Adams. Uh, all these people are supporting this. They've been asked, would you support abortion up until the time of birth? Which is infanticide. There's no other way around it, Dees. Up until the time, even in the third trimester, we've talked about this. First trimester, you know, people like Dees are like, yeah, you go ahead. It's, it's what it is. But there gets a certain point it's stupid. Now, so I want everybody to imagine this. O only way I would support anything past, let's just 
for the sake of making a number 15 weeks or whatever is if it um, severely threatens the life of the mother. The life of the mother. Yeah. Not not the medical well-being, the life of the mother. Because they can say, well, mentally, she may kill herself. She has to have a kid. And she can't go out and get a yeah, job. No, I'm work. talking no, it's like be she's the life not of the going mother. to survive childbirth. Yeah. Ectopic pregnancy or something like that. Yeah. So if this many people were dying by gunshots, if this many children were being killed by guns, imagine how that would go. What guns is what exactly. we would be saying. It'd be what guns. So I want to put this in everybody's head. And this is going to be... If you have young children, send them out of the room right now for the Eldonzo and D show. But I want everybody to know something uh, right now at this moment in time. This is how I feel about it. And this is going to be graphic. I'm going to try not to make it as bad as it's going to be, but it's not going to be great. And this is what I w- really want to wrap my, uh, my end of the segment up with. Okay. We're going to do a role-playing game. Uh-huh. This is Eldonzo and D show. And just forget everything I said. And we're going to start over. Hey, this is the Aldonzo and D show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, and I got news for you. Dees, do you know what it is? <laughs> I'm afraid. My dog is pregnant. My sweet little lassie's pregnant, and they think she's got f- four to six puppies in her, and there's just no way I can afford to take care of these puppies, and she's bulging. She's in a lot of pain. I'm just going to yank those puppies out and snip their necks. Uh, what do you think people would think about that? Who, which... Tell me a liberal that would hear me say that on the air. Well, for and be one, like, well, that's okay. There won't be an Eldonzo and D show on August 19th. Because we'd be immediately canceled. Exactly. And, and you would probably have animal cruelty charges brought on. I you. would have animal cruelty. That would turn everybody's stomach, wouldn't it? These poor little yeah. puppies, I'm yanking them out of their mother's womb, and I'm drowning them, or I'm just cutting their necks off real quick because I just can't take care of them. And the, the, the mother dog can't either. She's in a lot of pain, so we just have to do this. You know what? I don't want to say that's no different than this situation because it is completely different. You're not dealing with a human being's life here, but it's still sad. It's still disgusting. And that is what is happening. 12,000 children. They can feel pain at that point. Okay. They're starting to, they're developed at that point. They're nearly salvageable at that point. A lot of times they are. Kids have been born that age. You're going to go in there and do that. And these Democrats that go in there and say, well, it's between, well, well, I don't say I support it, but it's between the mother and it's between the physician. No, it's not. You got to put an end to this. If you're knocked up and you can't figure out in the first month and a half, two months that you want to have the kid, you know, maybe you should have a peanut butter allergy and eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at that point. Maybe you weren't, make, maybe you weren't equipped to make it this long in human life. I'm just saying right now. Yeah. And that's just my personal opinion on it, but I'll be damned. So, Dasha Burns. God bless her trying to fact check the sanctimonious. He actually shut her down pretty good, so I'll give him that one on it. But ignorant, lamestream media at it again. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. That's right. This is the Eldonzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. 
And we're coming back at you for another segment of Lewdness Monkey Shines. Dees, what do you got, brother man? I've been, I was wanting to do this for the last couple of weeks and I kept forgetting, but okay. You have Facebook open. I got, I, yes, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I got Facebook open. Let's say your mom used to make, maybe she still does, sorry, Pam, <clears throat> used to do a, a an amazing chicken soup recipe. Okay. And you want to find one. Yeah. So you're on Facebook. Yes, sir. There's a lot of recipes on Facebook. Type in chicken soup in the search bar on Facebook. Okay. Just the word chicken soup. Chicken space soup. Yep. Okay. Chicken soup. Okay. Just hit search. Yep. All righty. Here we go. And what do you see? What the? Child. Read it. Okay. You want me to read it on air? Yeah. Okay. It says child sexual abuse is illegal. We think your search might be associated with child sexual abuse. Child sexual abuse or viewing sexual images or videos of children can lead to imprisonment and other severe personal consequences. Child sexual exploitation causes extreme harm to children. Searching for and viewing abusive and exploitive material adds to that harm. There are... Why am I reading that? What, what did you do to me? My point is, A, what the hell are these freaks doing and associating chicken soup with child pornography. Well, did you just and flag B, me or something? No, it, it, you can Google it. it everybody's doing it. So well, what fine. the hell am I looking? Why, go ahead. My point, like what, why would Facebook do this? You can literally, and I did this. I Twitter on Reddit, everything else and searched for chicken soup. And you know what I found? Chicken soup recipes. But when you search for it on Facebook, like, what the hell Zuck got going on over there is my, is my question. What that is the damnedest thing I've yeah. ever. I yeah. didn't expect that. He he's he's telling me at the break. He's like, pull up Facebook. I'm like, why am I pulling up Facebook? He says, just pull up Facebook. Just shut your mouth and pull up Facebook. I go, whatever, D's. So I, I pull up Facebook. He's like, you got Facebook ready? I'm like, yeah. Look up chicken soup. It was in the show notes. I'm like, what the hell are we talking <laughs> about? Chicken soup. That actually surprised me. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the kind of sick twisted world we live in right now that facebook has literally eliminated the search for chicken soup now i think if you type chicken soup recipe you might come up with one but have you found out what chicken soup is related to child abuse? no i have not i have not have you looked uh no and i don't think i want to to be honest well, with you okay i don't want to either i don't want to because nothing i don't want to know what these freaks are doing either with or about or even relatively close to I, I don't, chicken I don't, soup. I don't, I don't either, but okay. The, the, specula the speculation is, is that pedophiles or whatever, you know, underground. Use that as a code? As code, yeah. Well, great. I just got flagged. Well, the ATF is coming to my house now, the yeah, FBI. You're the next Craig Robertson. Yeah, Look, I'm the, well, I'm gonna, they would have got a lot me, better than Craig Robertson. They would have got me two weeks ago when I did this. So. Okay, so you're the guinea pig then, yep. right? I think we're safe. So. All right. Well, that was enough of that weirdness. I got some other weirdness for you. Uh, let me pull this up real quick since I was too busy Googling what he told me to Google, Facebook. which is probably going to get me. No, if you Google it, you'll find chicken soup. But Well, that's what you should find. It right. If you Google chicken soup, you should find chicken soup. Yeah. Not ugh, all agree. kinds of nastiness. Okay, so I got this one for you. Mitch McConnell is such a washed-up old weirdo rhino Moscow Mitch SOB. Stroke survivor. Stroke, barely. <laughs> look at him. He almost looks like he belongs in a coffin. 
John Stewart is the one that originated this, and it's the only thing I see when I see Mitch McConnell now. He's the turtle from the Bugs Bunny cartoon. He absolutely that's what Rush Limbaugh used to call him yeah. was the turtle. John John Stewart started that. So he was he was addressing a crowd in Kentucky. And uh the crowd wasn't too happy with his him. home state, mind his you. home state of Kentucky. And this is pretty bad. So he gets up there to speak. This is loud, but you can hear it. Let's just go ahead and roll clip. Retire. Yeah. You can't even hear Mitch. No, you can't. I like how he just keeps talking, trying to pretend that he doesn't hear. Well, the and you know, here's my thing to this: some people They're calling chanting. for him to retire. They are chanting for him to retire. Yeah, he can't even realize when to just shut his mouth and leave the podium. These people don't want to hear what he has to say. Why is he going to retire? And him and his Chinese wife just retire, and he can't have any more pull and get any more foreign money. Why would he do that? I mean, he's going to have generations and generations of freeloaders he's got to take care of. I mean, factoring kids, grandkids, grand, great grandkids. Why yeah. would he just retire? I he mean, this even... goes back to what I said last week. Like, it's all the old people, old guard, the, you know, it's time for them to go regardless of I, what you know side what? they're at, on. At this point, I agree with you. People that have been in politics for anywhere from, you know, 25 to 45, 50 years. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Look at Diane Feinstein. Yeah. Look at all these washed up old swamp creatures people so out of touch with current you know society and civilization have no business you know deciding what we can and can't do these i think personally bro i think they're all grifting i think they all are oh yeah for sure the only one we know for sure is not grifting is donald trump look that's the only one that we can actually say hey if there's one of them that's actually not doing it it's trump they have done everything short of giving a federal colonoscopy i'm sure that's coming I'm sure did you it see, is too. Did you see that they now Jack Smith has uh, requested that the trial start the first week of January for oh. the, for the J six? Oh, stuff? really? Yeah, no. first week of January 2024 is what his target is. Which he's and they estimate it will take. I think it's two to four weeks. So basically, they're saying we want to get the trial out of the way, get a conviction, and have him in prison. You know, by February or March. Which is what? Right when the prime candidate or campaigning starts for, for the election. Yeah. Keep him behind bars. Keep him, you know, to where he out of sight, out of mind well, kind of thing. Look and, what they did to him for four years. Yeah. He never got an opportunity to run this country. He never got an opportunity to be president. He really didn't. Uh, okay, this is kind of a lighthearted one. It's not. It involves everybody's favorite word not to use the N-word. Uh <laughs> this is i just got to do it it's beeped out uh big brother contestant luke valentine has been booted from the reality show after using the n-word in a recent live feed uh valentine 30 said the slur in a streaming video available on paramount <laughs> so you can go see it if you want to luke violated the big brother code of conduct and there is zero tolerance in the house for using a racial slur the network and series producer said in a statement to the post he has been removed from this house. His departure will be addressed in Thursday night's show. Okay, so look. Dees and I have talked about this ad nauseum. 
about this N-word stuff. Look, I don't care who you are, whether it was in context or not in context, you've said it. D's? I would agree with that. Okay, let's just all be adults here. This, I got to tell you, this is very uncouthy uh, for the situation. And I don't I mean, like, there's times you can say it, there's times you can't say it. But it was just, this guy didn't say it and do a face plant. He's like, I'm so sorry. It just, I was thinking something else and it slipped out. Now, this guy, I believe this guy says it a lot. So we're going to go ahead and roll clip. I think he says it twice, actually, is what it sounds like. But you you guys be the judge at home. We were in the room, dude. Anyways, we were in the cheese room. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're gotta... off the legs. I'm sorry. You got to go to bed. You gotta I know, go to I do, I do. Um, it wasn't what you thought I was. Yeah, I was going to call yeah, him a yeah, narwhal. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to call him a narwhal. I don't give a but anyway. I was going to call him a narwhal. No, you weren't. No, you was going to call I wish I had that scene from... Uh... Oh, what was that? Uh, that Die Hard Three with Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Bruce Willis. <laughs> Say it. You was gonna call me a yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that, but uh, no, he wasn't gonna call him a narwhal. Uh, that guy sounds like an idiot. And frankly, he just said it with Look, impunity. He's on Big Brother, of course. He's an idiot. Yeah, well, he's a big dumbass, is what he is. So, uh, anyway, just wanted to share that with you. I thought it was pretty funny. I don't watch Big Brother. Do you watch Big Brother? No. No, I, I do think not. I might have watched the first season, but that's about it. Yeah, maybe. How how long ago was the first season? A long time ago. Did you see that? Did you see that one with? Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it had Ron Jeremy and uh, oh. celebrity um, da, 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 rehab, wasn't it? Yeah, where celebrity it had rehab. what's her name Baker, uh, Tammy Faye, Tammy Faye Baker, and him. And it's she's had like, a bunch of, of people on there. She goes, she says something like, "I have Liberace's piano," and he and Jeremy uh, Ron Jeremy goes, "I have an organ that was used in many movies." <laughs> I always thought that was pretty good, but who Ron Jeremy's in prison too? I guess he was a Actually, nasty old chap himself. Did he end up going he to prison? He did. For that? He's in prison. He's done. He's toast. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I remember guess rape, when he got charged. sexual abuse. Yeah, yeah, he got charged and convicted. So, anyway, hey, this is the Eldonzo and D show. We'll be right back after these commercial massages for the very last segment of the show. Hey, welcome back to the Eldonzo and D's show right here on Cities 92.9 coming at you from the Sky Hammer Studios on a beautiful Saturday. No matter if it's rain or shine or wieners are divine. Isn't that right, D's? <laughs> I guess. That's what we say at the Wiener Slingers because we make hot dogs for everybody. And it doesn't matter when we're on the river making hot dogs. It doesn't matter if it's raining or, you know, the sun's shining. It's, the hot dogs are still good. So, anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way right now. D's, we're going to send it on over to you, brother man. That's right. It's my favorite part of the show. We get to talk about the absurd, the crazy, the stupid. Um, that pretty much encapsulated the whole Eldonzo and D show. Just saying. Crazy, absurd, and stupid. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. You uh, you drink tea, right? I, I have tea right now. What are your thoughts on McDonald's sweet tea? I, would, I wouldn't drink it if you put a gun to my head. Well, maybe other people might follow suit after uh, they learn this. A new TikTok video has kind of taken over showing a McDonald's employee, uh, basically showing you how the, how the sausage is made or how the sweet tea is made. <laughs> they add an entire... Four pound bag of sugar into the vat 
of of tea, and that is their sweet tea. Well, now wait a minute. I had a question. The listeners probably thinking this too. How big is the vat? Uh, just you've been to McDonald's, right? Yeah. You know they it's sitting right there. Oh, so that 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 yeah. They had yes. What just, four pounds to that? Yes. It. If I oh. had to guess, I would say that's probably at most a three gallon. Oh, sweet Jesus. Container that's a lot of, of sugar. Yeah, four yeah, pounds. Right. And other employees uh, of McDonald's have, in fact, confirmed on the Twitter video, and some have even posted their own, that, yes, this is true. They add four pounds of sugar. Some cases, some employees said we add more than that. So next time you, you know, want to top off your, your hot summer day with a McDonald's sweet tea, just remember you're drinking basically a, a large diabetes large <laughs> can i have a large sugar with a side of tea right um remember i told you i had a crazy bird story yeah yeah you you, you drug some segment out about this bird stuff yeah. go ahead so the other day remember i drove by the house and then you saw me pull the ue because i forgot something at home yeah well not far from from your house here as i was driving down the road a red tail hawk come out of the ditch and he had something son of a ditch yeah and it was it was a snake, and he actually dropped it back in the ditch. I didn't see if he went back and got it. And then this story came out and kind of blew my mind. A woman in Texas was mowing her yard, and all of a sudden, a snake falls out of the sky and lands and wraps itself around her arm. Okay, coils around it almost like a boa constrictor. So she's freaking the hell out about this because, I mean, who wouldn't? A, it, it's raining snakes. How big is it? It uh, Just like three foot or so. Okay. Nothing okay, huge. Okay. But it's, still, you're sitting on your lawnmower and all of a sudden, a snake, and this is Texas. There's a lot of poisonous snakes in Texas. You don't mess with Texas. Yeah. So she's screaming about that. And then a hawk comes down and attacks the snake, which is on her arm. And literally is just clawing the hell out of her arm to get its meal back. And this woman's screaming. The husband doesn't know what the hell is going on. I'm surprised. This woman, Peggy Jones, age 64, I'm surprised she didn't have a stroke or a heart attack. So anyway, the snake finally, or the the hawk finally rips the snake away from her arm, flies away, and, and has lunch. So the husband rushes up, takes her to the hospital. The woman was wearing glasses at the time. You know what they found on her glasses? <laughs> Bird poo? <laughs> snake venom. Oh, really? So you want to talk about a bad day, and there's pictures on the New York Post of it. Her arm is absolutely shredded. Oh, I'm sure a hawk yeah. coming down to... Well, there's a reason they have the sleeves and the gloves on for yeah. when they tame hawk, because yeah, they basically have are razor like long, blades. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the snake got its meal, and she got a trip to the hospital. You mean the 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 hawk got its meal? Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. snake was the a meal. snake was the meal. Yes, and she got a trip to the hospital for uh, for her troubles. Well, good for that hawk. And it's not the first time she actually got bit by one of the venomous snakes a few years prior to that. So maybe she should, you know, give up mowing the yard. Make the old man do it. She's she's not having good luck. He's probably in there with an ice cold Miller Light, laughing his butt off the whole time. Yeah, ladies, anyone who may be about to give birth, especially the twins. Um, you might uh, you you might cringe a little. A woman in Scotland gave birth to twins. That's a great story, isn't it? 
That's yeah, nothing great. out of the ordinary no, there. That's fantastic. Deese, thanks for sharing that with us. Except she had them both at the exact same time. Oh, n- I just peeked. Oh, yeah. no. Yes. You mean she pumped them both through at the One same push. Time? No. Simultaneous. Valhalla. Now. Oh, my God. Good Thankfully Lord. for her and her. Yeah, I tell you, the husband said put an extra stitch yeah. in, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of the children, there was a boy and a girl. Molly weighed five pounds, four ounces, and Mickey was six pounds, 11 ounces. So that's still over 12, almost 12 pounds of child going through there. And talk about throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Whoa, whoa, dear. It's not, it's not the pounds. Yeah. Apparently, this isn't a. Uh, I mean, they call it a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but it's uh, very, very rare that it happens, but it does, in fact, happen. But, man, I I, I just... Two I, kids going I, out the I'm same I'm not room. able to have kids, despite what many... Uh, well, no, you don't. You don't have a vagina. Well, yeah, but, hey, if, if I could be a... What is it? A non-birther or whatever the hell they call it? Um, yeah, that's that's nuts. You don't have a womb. And and this story is just now breaking. Phil Mickelson, famous golfer who is worth nearly a billion dollars, uh, is now being reported that over the course of the last couple of decades, he has wagered, he's got a bit of a gambling problem, well over a billion dollars oh on sports. God. And this is all coming from... Uh, a man by the name of Billy Walters, who is a Waters, I'm sorry, who is a famous gambler, actually went to prison uh, over a um, stock insider trading thing that he says could have been uh, saved if Phil Mickelson would have just told the truth. And yeah, one billion dollars that he has wagered over the last couple of years. I say you got a problem there, Phil. Well, you know, you should uh, have him uh, go. Go talk to your girlfriend for uh, gambling advice. That's I what guess, I say. Yeah. Hey, this is the El Donzo and D Show. We are out of here till next week, baby. We'll catch you on the flips. See ya. Uh, be sure to tip your bartenders. Uh, don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out. Uh, we'll catch you next weekend. <laughs> <laughs>